listening to episode 43 of the Water and Stone Church podcast. My name is Dieter Randolph. This is the sound of my voice. And I am Jenny Randolph. Welcome back. Today's a special episode of the podcast. And if you're a longtime listener to the podcast, first of all, thank you very much. But if you're a longtime listener, you know that we typically have certain segments of the podcast. We have like a news segment. We talk about what's coming up on the calendar. We, we have service project stuff that we talk about, that sort of thing. But every once in a while, when there's something really big, really important going on, more so than normal, we have a special episode where we kind of throw those segments out the window and we just talk about whatever it is that we're going to talk about. And today is no different. There's something going on in our lives, something that's been a core of, of what we do at the church and what we do as individuals, and we want you to be a part of it. We feel so passionate about this project, and at the end of the podcast, we are going to have some homework for you. There's stuff that we want you to do. There's places that we want you to go. It's kind of going to be a battle cry episode, I think. Yeah, and before we get there, don't worry, first of all, not not just painless, but absolutely empowering, because this is something that, that has been part of what we're doing to such a degree and so utterly transformative. And it it's going to be the same thing for you. I guarantee it. it this is the beginning of something simple, free, doesn't even have to be anything involved with the church in particular. It's something that's going to be something you do that changes you. And it centers around three words. And those words are, I am ready. And those are special words for us, that, that little sentence right there. Mm-hmm. We have used that in all of our written prayers. So our invocation at the beginning of all of our services. Um, it's in the songs that we, that we write for, you know, Sunday worship services. Um, it's what we hashtag a lot of our Instagram pictures mm-hmm. with. So it's it really has a place not only in our church life, but also in our personal life. Yeah, it, it really it puts a cap on a lot of stuff. It is, you know, I, I've done this long series i'm in the middle of it about all of the things in what we believe in at water and stone and i've even done one where i sort of break it down into three things you know god is good you are good go do good this i am ready is the even smaller version of it it says everything about who we want to be and the way in which we change the world it's everything that we do at water and stone but more than that it's something that that jenny and i use all of the time we call it the roller coaster prayer it's the thing that you say when you're buckled into the roller coaster of life and it's going up the hill and you have those moments where you go, what am I doing? How did I do this to myself if I did it to myself? What in the world am I trying to prove here? It's the thing you say that carries you over to the moment when it's fun. And I don't know about you, but sometimes that ride up the hill has been pretty lengthy. So having something in my pocket, so to speak, that makes a difference is huge. So this, these three words, I am ready, they're part of everything we do at the church. They're part of everything that we do as individuals. They're part of our marriage. They're part of a lot of things. And just like I hinted at a moment ago, it is, in my estimation, the simplest and most powerful prayer I've ever used. It's really, it really is. And 
it's one of those things where sometimes you can take it for granted. You did a service not too long ago and it was basically talking about prayer. Mm -hmm. Instead of constantly asking God for stuff or things to come into your life, and, and that's, a, that's a completely different episode, so we won't talk about that. <laughs> but we were talking about asking God, now what? Yeah. Instead of, God, will you show up we, in my life? Exactly. And I think the answer to that question is, I am ready. Yeah. So it's like, all right, God, what now? And the answer back is, I'm ready. Yeah, it's part of a conversation. And I think that that's the way prayer is supposed to go. Some people really think that prayer is the process of trying to change God's mind. And first of all, if you really believe that God loves you, why in the world would you want to change God's mind about it? But more than that, remember that you can't change God's mind. It's God we're talking about. If you could sway God with, with compliments or with a sob story, it wouldn't really be God. Like I said, can't change God's mind, wouldn't want to. The Bible is chock full of statements like God does not change his mind about you. But when God was asked about it at the very beginning of all of this, God looked upon the essence of you and said, good and very good. So you don't want to change God. And that's good news because prayer can't change God. Prayer doesn't change God. Prayer changes me. And so that simple prayer is a way of showing up for God. Because remember, the Bible says, God knows what you ask before you ask it. We always say you don't need to beg God any more than you need to beg the sun to shine. So all of those things, those desires in your heart, God's already working on that. But you've got to understand, please understand with me, as this is something that we're all working on. God answers your prayer. But that desire you have for fulfillment, for love, for a life that works for a functional situation, to make a difference, to help people, to love and be loved. Those desires that you have in the quiet places of your heart, that's God's prayer for you. So I am ready is a way to make that conversation happen, to make that connection, to say, okay, God, I'm going to answer your prayer. I'm ready. That's a big deal. I find that it can be used not just, and, and okay, well, here's the thing. When do we pray? We pray when we're in trouble, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a roller coaster, I mean, that's, man. that's the, we pray when we're scared. Mm -hmm. We pray when, you know, we don't know how the outcome is going to turn out, whether that's a, a diagnosis from the doctor or a bill to pay. You know, we, we often don't, we often don't pray unless we feel that intake of breath of, of fear and yeah. of, oh my gosh, yeah, what am God, I going to do? I've played right? all my cards. Now right. I'm going to let you have a shot at this. <laughs> but what's so unique about the I am ready prayer is that I have been using it in times of real excitement mm. and, and really not knowing where something is going to go. I don't know where a certain project is going to go or a certain relationship is going to go. But I'm going to give that everything that I can. I'm going to say the prayer is, okay, this, is, this seems really fun. This new relationship, this new project, this new job. All right, it might be the answer to prayer, but I have no idea. So, but I'm excited about it and I am ready. So I think it's just not in times of 
when you're buckled in and you're scared about the roller coaster and you have no way of knowing what the answers are. Well, let's be clear. You don't know what the answers or the That's outcomes are job, ever going man. to be. That's not You your think job. you do, but you, you hardly God's ever do. Job. But whether you're in a fearful place or whether you're in the most joyful place, that prayer of I am ready is so powerful because it kind of just lifts you. It's stepping into that void of the unknown. It's stepping into your life in such an affirmative, wonderful way. It is also a statement of being present. I'm here. Mm-hmm. And that's what that, when I say it, that's what I mean. I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to take a couple of steps forward. Don't know what this looks like, but by God, I'm going to do my best. Well, and that's the thing. It is by God. Let's keep breaking this down. As you know, as if you're listening to this podcast, you probably heard this one before. The, the two words of, of the three, I am, those are powerful, powerful words. And you know that, like I said, if you've been around, you know that at the beginning when uh, God appears to Moses and he says, look, I got stuff for you to do. I need you to lead these people to freedom. They deserve freedom. It's the same wish that God has for you and me. And Moses says, all right, but how am I going to get them to listen to me? I got no credentials. I got no calling card. I got no diploma, no lab coat, no credentials of any kind. How can I do this? Who should I say sent me? Now think about that. Think about it for a lot of reasons. Think about it historically, but think about the fact that if there's no accidents in the universe and you're being called to do something too, But think about it also because over the course of human endeavor, we've come up with a lot of giant, fancy names, Baroque, curly names for God. But when God was asked that one time, Moses basically says, God, what what name should I use? And God said, tell them that I am has sent. I am has sent me. Think about that. God's word for God is I am. And you are made in that image and after that likeness. So there's something very powerful about you using those words. Think about how often people say, I am tired, I am sick, I am hurt, I am afraid, I am offended, I am less than. And understand that you have just taken the Lord's name in vain. Don't do it anymore. I don't want you to feel guilty about it. We taught the kids to say, I feel. Yeah. You know, I feel angry. I feel this way because that's really what it is because that is not at the core of you. You're going through this human experience right now and those feelings are very real. Mm -hmm, But they're not the truth about you. Right. Those things that are happening to you, you're going through them and it's okay to not feel so good about it. It it really is all right. This is not a dodge. This is about saying, I get it that there is this divine spark, this image and likeness, this Christ in you, your hope of glory, this permanent, unchanging part of me, that's the I am. And there's the I feel. Right now, I feel cold. I feel hungry. Lonely. These are yeah. moments, and it's okay to acknowledge these moments. We're not going to run from them, but we understand that there's a difference between the facts and the truth, and this is at the core of a lot of stuff we do. You've heard us talk about that. But so anyway, the I am prayer, just saying I am and then following it with something, that what you're saying is this is what... God is to me. This is my realest real. I'm not talking about a guy in the sky. I'm talking about my ultimate concern. Like I said, my realest real. And so if I say I am sick, I'm saying the realest real that I'm willing to experience right now is sickness. Now remember, prayer doesn't change God. You can't make God sick by saying I am sick. 
but you can say that the biggest thing in my expectation, my consciousness, my world is sickness. It ain't going to help you get better, is it? So take a minute and think about your I am's versus your I feels. I remember going through that with our babies who are not babies anymore. Think about how you treat yourself. Parent yourself with that. But so when we say I am ready, what we're saying is not just the ego, not the personality, not the fleeting temporal part of me that feels certain ways and not others. I am ready. The big part of me, the I with the capital I, the Christ in you, divine spark, that part of me, my real self. I am ready means that I have brought my child of God nature to bear on this situation. I'm facing it. And that's important because when you look at what people do sometimes in religion or spirituality, whatever you want to call it, sometimes it's either a matter of deflection where they go, well, you're not allowed to feel angry. Or it's a matter of, of just plain old dodging it. Oh, well, children of God, don't, don't do that. Or it's a matter of going, oh, it's, we're just going to just accept everything and we're all going to just kumbaya our way through everything and we're not going to try to change anything. Sometimes people think they're spiritual when they just let everything bad happen. I have to tell you, there's two things that I really love. There's two instances that I really love about the statement, I am ready. And the first one is, is that when you're in church and you're, it's a Sunday or, you know, whenever you're at a church function or something like that, the tendency is, is to say the prayers that we, that we know, right? Sure. Do our, the, our fathers. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. The Lord's prayer, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but if it's not a Sunday, I'm not sitting down to say the Lord's prayer. It's not something that I typically will go to, right? In in the moment of Sunday, it's for me, it's a centering thing. It's, you know, the big prayers help me to get into a space. So the first thing that I love about I am ready is that it doesn't feel too ginormous. It doesn't feel <laughs> too, you know what I mean? And yeah. it doesn't feel overwhelming. It feels very natural and easy. And I love that there's no pretentious. I guess that's what I really like about it is there's no pretension at all. It's like, here I am, you know, I'm stepping into it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the big prayers. It's beautiful to know all the words. Yeah, absolutely. But in your day-to-day, when you're up to your eyeballs in a list of to-dos, and trying to figure out how everybody's going to get fed that day and trying to figure out how you're going to do the bajillion things that is that are on your list and you're here and you're there and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, oh, I've had those days. It's And it's craziness. I'm To be honest, I'm not sitting down saying the big prayers, right? So if I can just take a minute and use I am ready, man, that centers me right away because it gets me back to I am where I'm supposed to be and I know I have this all of these things that I'm called to do in the outer you know we all feel that pressure but it just brings me back be like oh okay I am present I am ready I'm where I'm supposed to be so that's the first thing that I like about it is that it doesn't feel like this big churchy sort of thing the big prayer of I want to make sure I cover all the bases with God I want to check all the boxes I want to make sure I I satisfy my my checklist of God demands 
No green M&Ms with God. Right, exactly. But the second thing kind of relates to that. So if you're a quote unquote church person, you're, you know, you're in, you believe something, you're a, you're a praying person, awesome, you got this, you know how it works. We can all use a little bit more work in that department, practice, or not so much work, but maybe practice sure. is a better word that, sure. that we can use. But the thing that I like the most about this is that you do not have to have ever stepped into a church to use the statement, I am ready. You don't even have to know really why it works because it is such a powerful statement. And so I want to sort of take it out of the idea of the church and we all know what happens. We all know that that pattern, if, again, if you listen to this podcast, if you're if you've listened to Dieter and I at all, you know the flow of this kind of stuff. But let's just take it out of the context of church just for a second. Just in the day-to-day life of somebody that, like I said, maybe doesn't feel religious, maybe doesn't feel spiritual. I feel it's really important to empower those people as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not come at them with the idea that it has to be anything more than believing in yourself and stepping into your life. Because the power is in the words themselves. I'd love it if everybody on the planet went to our church. That'd be awesome. But at the end of the day, I got to remember that God does not care about brand recognition. This is about giving people something. It doesn't, I'm going to say it this way, man. I don't care if people believe in the church. We believe in them. And I don't even care if you believe in God, if you're an atheist, if you're an agnostic, if you believe differently. I am here to support the idea that people are ready to step into their lives and and live that dream that they have in their heads and their hearts. This becomes, yes, for us, it's spiritual. Yes, for us, it's, it's religious. But I think it doesn't necessarily have to be. And that is the beauty of this. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also a little bit of a Trojan horse because when you start doing this, it will start working and you're going to start looking for bigger answers. And I got to believe they're going to lead you to a bigger place. doesn't matter if it's my place. Exactly. And if we live in a world where people are fulfilled and happy, it doesn't matter to me how they got happy how they got fulfilled. It doesn't have to be my way. So I think with the whole idea behind I am ready, I simply want to empower everyone that I touch, everyone that I run into to say, what can I do to help you live a more fulfilled life? Are you ready? And the answer needs to be I am ready. Yeah. See, here's the thing, man. Life is messy. It is because everybody in it is here to grow and here to learn and we're working on all kinds of different stuff all at once. Life is messy. Thank God it's messy. And I say thank God it's messy because there's a lot of people that spend so much time and effort trying to manage the messiness or avoid it to try to keep every moment of their lives manageable and predictable and I'm sorry, boring. But when you think about it, 
the moments where things have gotten the most out of control, the moments when you really had to work through and rise above, those were the moments where something bigger inside of you came out. You call it whatever you like. But those were the moments when the real of you showed up. So I say, thank God for those moments. I say, let's not be the kind of people who try to avoid moments when we want to grow. But I also say, let's not be the kind of people who just generically and dysfunctionally just accept every moment and don't try to change it or interact with it or grow through it. This is not a kumbaya statement. This is a statement of, you know what, I am really showing up for this and whatever the world has got for me, bring it on because there's something inside of me that's bigger than anything outside of me. So I am ready is a statement of just showing up. I want you to show up for your life. And yes, I do believe that through the process of living this prayer, you're going to have a closer relationship with God. But however that plays out in your life, that's not for me to say. That's between you and your own growth. It's going to work out just fine. But the journey begins when you just show up, when you just dig in and you say, I am not going to let this moment pass without me being better for it and without me making the world better for it. And so with that in mind, we are trying to promote the idea of people saying, I am ready, of people using that phrase, I am ready. And so here we go. This is what they call the behavioral imperative. This is the thing we want you to do. Right. And here is our mission, and we hope that it becomes your mission too. We not only want you to step into your life and have that support from us, but we want you to help other people step into their lives too. Because again, it is about living in a community, living in a world of fulfilled people. And I want to be really clear about that. This is not a secret way of getting people to show up to our church. This is not about branding. No, and in fact... In fact, that's the wrong way to do it. It is absolutely... Do not do it. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely the wrong way to do it. So I really want to talk about what we're asking people to do if they want to be part of I Am Ready. And this is something that we have launched on November 1st. You're, if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to it probably a little bit later on. But the start of this happens November 1st, 2017. Because that is the day after Halloween traditionally. That is a day of taking off masks. And that's what we're asking for. So let's break it down about what we really want people to do. Yeah, okay. So the first thing is that we want you to start using the I am ready statement or prayer if you're so inclined. The I am ready prayer in your own life. And little things. Use it when the light turns green. Use it when your feet hit the floor in the morning when you first wake up. Use it when somebody says, hey, you want to go to the movie? Use it anytime it makes sense because by and by you are building a habit of not running away from your life and in fact not just letting life go by. This is a way to take the anesthetic effect away and show up. So find little things. Do a thing. Put a sticker on your watch. Every time you look at your watch, go, I am ready. Whatever it is, whatever works for you. But part one is we are asking, begging you, to find some way to work that three-word prayer into your life. And people will ask you why you're saying it, and you can explain as much or as little as you want. You can just say, you know what, this just helps me stay focused. You don't even have to say any more than that, because people are going to see it on your face that it's changing something for you. And if that's all you do, that is totally okay, if, that is, if that's going to help you to remember. But the next step, if you, if you want to, 
is every time you're on your social media, so every time you're on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, we want you to use the hashtag I am ready. Now, we don't own that or anything and there's yeah, anybody probably can do it. There's probably 100,000 I am ready tags out there in the world about different kinds of pictures. So, we really want you to start using it and and documenting things about your life, whether it's you're sitting down to a really good meal and you're ready to eat, hashtag I am ready. <laughs> Here's a family moment. Here's a victory. I got a hundred on the test or I got a promotion at work. I am ready or I'm facing the test. I'm getting ready to go talk to my boss. I am I'm ready. ready. Put right. that hashtag in and what's going to happen is other people are going to see what you're doing and they're going to cheer you on. And there may be people that you and I don't even know in the world, but what we are doing is changing the consciousness of the human race in just this little way that doesn't have to end up so little. Find things. And once again, people say, well, how does that connect back? It connects back because the Bible says people will see your good deeds and glorify the Father. And what that means right now is they're going to see that something's working and they're going to recognize that there's something bigger going on. It doesn't matter what they attach it back to. It's going to take them somewhere. So put that everywhere. Now, here's the next part. We want to help you. So if you want, and this is like level three, you do not have to do this. But if you want, don't just tag it with I am ready, but also tag Water and Stone Church. Tag us, and that is Waterstone Men is the, is the way to tag us. That's our handle on Twitter right. and on Instagram and on Facebook, Waterstone Men. at Waterstone Men. Right. If you tag us, we'll be watching, and we're going to promote those. We'll put them on our website. We'll retweet or repost the ones that make sense to retweet or repost. We'll be watching. And we want to help get whatever it is that happened for you. We want to cheer you on and celebrate your victories. And we're trying to build a community of that. So if you want to do that, please know that we are here to help you in any way that makes sense to help you. So the fourth and final thing that you can do is to contact us. And we have made buttons and stickers and all kinds of different things to help you remember and to share with others. And the buttons and stickers, they don't have any Water and Stone Church branding on it. It's not like that. All they say is, I, I am, am ready. ready. Right. And there's a lot of ways that you can contact us. You can tweet at us. You can Facebook message us. You can email us at waterandstonechurch.com. You can get a hold of us. Just if you want it, if you want to talk to us, I know that you can figure out a way. I believe in you. And if you ask for it, we will send you a packet of the buttons and stickers and the idea is put the button on your bag or on your jacket or whatever. Put the sticker on your laptop so when you're sitting at the coffee shop, that message just gets out there. Once again, we don't own I Am Ready. It's going to connect people to all kinds of stuff. We don't even know. The idea is just getting the idea out there. That's the point. Once again, God doesn't care about brand recognition, but we believe in this idea. And we just know because it has changed our lives. It has made this church possible. It's going to change something for you too. It starts right now with what you decide to do. I am so excited about where this is going to go. I can't wait to hear the stories that people share exactly. with us. Exactly. And I'm so excited that I can help to support people on their path, on their biggest desires of their hearts. It's why we do the things that we do. And I'm ready. Yeah. That's the thing, man. This whole thing is about just showing up for your life and showing up in the real way. Let the world see the real of you. Your real is real. And you know what? The world deserves it. 
and you deserve to live that kind of an engaged life, it's going to change everything for you. I'm ready.